well, since their first clean-up project more than 20 years ago. The South Coast Charitable Trust has rid our shores of over 72 tonnes of rubbish. Their efforts have largely focused on Stewart Island and Fjordland beaches, where native birds are at risk of being heavily impacted by littered plastic. In July, 16 registered volunteers will head to Stewart Island for five days for their fourth clean-up there. To tell us about the work they do, I'm joined by South Coast Charitable Trust Administrator and clean-up organiser, Joyce Colk. Hi there, Joyce. Hi. How are you? Yeah, good. Very pleased to hear about the work that you're doing. Can you tell us how it all began for you? Uh, it really began back in 2000 when local helicopter pilot and some of the fishing industries, you know, people that work on the boats around Fiordland were talking about the rubbish and the pilot said, why don't we get it picked up? So we did a very quick, basic clean-up along mid-Fiordland and it was just amazing how much rubbish was there. So it progressed from there. There was a bit of a lull before we developed this trust to actually get stuck in and do it on a regular basis. So now we try and do it every two years. COVID sort of interrupted us. Mm. We had a bit of a break, but yeah, we're back into it. Where do you fit in? Where are you based? I am based 12 kilometres north of Tuatapri and we operate a jet boat business in southern Fiordland. So we also go to the coast and drop our um, clients off. And they also come back with um, loads of rubbish, which was another thing to make us... Uh, we, we're there, so it made sense for us to be part of it. I haven't, I haven't been to this part of the world yet. I've got a trip planned uh, for later in the year I'm really excited about. But um, in my head, I picture it as pristine and a million miles away from plastic and manufactured rubbish. That's what you'd like to think, isn't it? And mm. that's what I'd like to be the truth. That it isn't. Our oceans carry rubbish and the tides deposit them on our coastline and it's not necessarily rubbish from here. It's rubbish from... We've had fish boxes or fish cases from the Netherlands, South <sighs> America, wash Gosh. up. It's quite it's quite amazing what you do find. <laughs> yeah, so so right. This isn't local or not always local rubbish. Have you looked at the science of it at all? Like how how the stuff ends up where you are at? Are you a particular sort of receptacle for the ocean's plastics? Yeah, we are. The tides come off the um, Australian coast and come down our western coastline. Then they sort of pull round in a big circle out front of Stewart Islands, Mason's Bay, Doughboys Bay and then on the big tides they come ashore. So just prior to this clean up planned in July we've got a big king tide happening so I'm, well, I'm hoping a lot of rubbish will get thrown uh-huh. ashore so we can get rid of it. Like, yeah, better on the shore than in the ocean, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's It's been like, it's been a progression I suppose over the last 23 years looking at the rubbish and, and the results and other species of animals on the beach washing up like birds with like the completely hollowed out bird carcasses and then just beside them is a little pile of plastic and one or two I would think could be a coincidence mm. but I've seen more than 50 last time in Stewart Island. You strongly believe there's a link between these um, dead birds and the plastic in the ocean? Yeah, I think they eat it, think they're full, and then starve to death. Gosh. 
So it's quite it's quite sad. I'm going to be collecting some and asking my volunteers to collect if they see carcasses like that and if there's the same little pile of plastic beside it, pick that up too. What, what, you it. mentioned the fish bins. What other sorts of things do you find? You name it. You, you can pretty much... We have a prize for the weirdest bit of rubbish, which <laughs> can, can be... We, one, one, one of our volunteers from Sanford, he picked up a, a pistol, so he got the, um, the prize, and then oh, the police gosh. rang me up and asked me what we did with the pistol, but it was plastic, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it was a kid's toy. Um, <laughs> Soccer balls during the World Cup must have been the thing to take your soccer ball on your yacht, mm. and it ended up in the water. We picked up five in one part of Fiordland, mm-hmm. so we split Fiordland into three, four pieces really, and yeah, five soccer balls, leather soccer balls, good ones. Mm. My grandchildren loved it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the most glamorous uh, environmental job picking up rubbish, eh? It's um, not like not like releasing Kia. Or, <laughs> or no, planting no. planting Cody trees. It's not, and those are probably easier to get funding for because, mm. like you say, they're sexy and people want to yeah. want to help. People want to help pick up our rubbish. I've got hundreds of people on my list of volunteers. Really, they, and in the past, or at, you know, when we have a, a a gap that I can put volunteers on, they're all more than happy to pay. The most that someone's paid to come clean up was twelve hundred dollars, and it's just what we were short in the budget and I had seats available and the money got divvied up and people, I was fighting them off. Well, that's a new one. I've heard of volunteering before, but uh, actually paid volunteers, uh, yep. volunteers paying to be, to, to be there. I mean, what, what's the cost? I mean, what, what are you spending money on? We spend money on helicopters, so mm. we get the helicopters at less than half what it would cost yeah. normally. The pilots stay with us. They're not precious. They don't want to go home back to their own warm, cosy beds and yummy mm-hmm. food. They stay in tents last year. <laughs> <laughs> so they don't charge us for their downtime. They're very good on their hourly rate. So that that's possibly our most expensive thing is the helicopters. We have fuel companies that help supply fuel for the support vessel and um, for the helicopters as well. The food is probably the least of the expense to feed everyone. It, Yeah, it, it costs about $110,000 in hard cash and in-kind donations. Oh, my gosh. To clean up. Yeah. And the fishing industry, the crayfishing industry, are the ones that put their hands in their pockets right, and supply volunteers. When you When you donate money for the clean-up that enables you to put somebody on Mm-hmm. As a as a volunteer, and they all got snapped up this year. Like within two weeks, all the places were gone. So why do you keep doing it, Joyce? For the joy of looking at those beaches once you've cleaned them, and you're flying over them looking for the odd pocket of rubbish that, and you're heading back to the back to town or back to the mainland or back to civilization, and to see that they are as they should be, pristine. It's, it's, it's a, it brings tears to my eyes every time. Mm. Makes me want to cry. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. It should be like that all the time. Yeah. How I much of Stewart Island, for example, is reasonably sizable? How much of that coastline can you cover in a, in a trip like this you've got coming up? We, it's probably about an 80-kilometre stretch that we 
mainly tackle, and that's the accessible beaches. Like there's beaches there that we can't get into that have got lots of rubbish. Mm. Um, this year, one of our trustees, he's also a cray fisherman, he's taking his own boat and going to go further south. So he's going to access beaches with his dinghy and his crew on board his boat. So we're going to get a bit more than the 80 kilometres done. But it's just, whole of Stewart Island is a big area, but the, predominantly it's the western coastline. And that's where those tides deposit the rubbish. Too. Yeah. And just practically, uh, you pick the rubbish up, you what, put it into clean sacks or something? Where does it go? How does that part of it work? We pick it up in, in sacks and we each volunteer has a, a metre by metre fadge, like a wool fadge. Um, we set them up. Once, we, once we're dragging along our sacks and we've got arms full of rubbish, then we set up a fadge and then we carry rubbish back to the fadge to load it up and then we rope it up so the helicopter can come along with a grapple and lift it up, place it above the high tide until our support vessel shows up, which is coming on the last day of the clean-up, and then they load the hull of the um, Fovo freighter with fadges, and then off to bluff it goes, and then at bluff, tallies gratefully pick it up with their big truck. They run it over the way bridge to weigh the rubbish, and then they place it in a yard in Bluff, and then we get more volunteers, which we're always looking for people to help at this end, to go through the rubbish. Um, a local bond contracting drop us off big metal bins, and we sort what can be sorted and mm. reused out, and then the rest goes to landfill. A lot of work. Oh, yeah, yeah, but it, it's gone then. It's not ever going to come back onto the beach, mm. and that's that's the best thing. Um the oyster festivals use the the buoys and the ropes and the nets as decoration in there where they hold the oyster festival. Mm-hmm. So it's quite good when you go there and you look, you go, oh, I yeah. recognise that. <laughs> I'll pick that up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah reuse, it's, nice. it's a nice yeah. destination for some of that stuff. Yeah, and the broken fish tubs get chipped up, melted back down into fish tubs again. So, Never heard that word fadge before, by the way. It's an interesting word. Yeah, it's not on spell check either. It's always Isn't giving it, me grief. How do you spell it? F A D G E. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll come back to that one. Yeah. <laughs> anything, anything you need from people listening? If they've got not much to do and they want to come <laughs> and sort through the rubbish once it's back in bluff, it would be greatly appreciated. Many <laughs> hands make light work. We have our mascot tracker black. He'd be. He'll be there with a group of oldies going through it and it just makes it easier because they're all in their 80s now, a lot of them. (laughs) Um, Great to chat to you, Joyce. It's thankless work, a lot of it, I'm sure, but I'm glad you get something out of it and, of course, New Zealand gets something out of it too. Nice to talk to you today. Well done. Hey, thanks for letting us talk about it. We need to spread the word. Don't throw rubbish out your window. <laughs> South Coast Charitable Trust administrator and cleanup organizer Joyce Colk. Uh, their website is southerncoastal.org.nz.